Welcome to Capital Musings Milestones, a podcast featuring insightful news about UNCDF's mission to make finance work for the least developed countries. If you're looking to stay up to date on the latest impactful news and events related to UNCDF's initiatives, you're in the right place. In today's episode, we'll cover the visit of the UN Deputy Secretary General to a climate change project in Bangladesh, UNCDF, taking over as DLOG Secretariat for collaboration on decentralization, local governance, and finance. The innovative Agora web platform showcased at the World Economic Forum, the impact of the local climate adaptive living facility in the Gambia, the Delpaz program bringing peace and development to communities in Mozambique, UNCDF's participation in the Invest in Senegal Forum to promote local development and PPPs, initiatives to improve tax collection and empower local government in the Kayunga district of Uganda, UNCDF's strategy to drive Africa's renewable energy transition, the JSF program creating opportunities and skills in various sectors in the Gambia, the expansion of locale to meet adaptation needs globally, and the renovations to the Sumbadiun fish market in Dakar, improving working conditions and incomes for local women entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into today's episode. Can you guess who made a visit to Bangladesh to see how they're tackling climate change? The UN Deputy Secretary General, Amina J. Mohammed. On her trip to Mongla in Begarhat district, she got to witness firsthand how the UN is teaming up with the government of Bangladesh to build resilience and take action against climate change. One of the projects she checked out was the Local Government Initiative on Climate Change, or LOGIC project. It's a joint effort between the government of Bangladesh, the European Union, the government of Sweden, UN Development Program, and UN Capital Development Fund. This initiative aims to provide climate finance to vulnerable households and local government institutions so they can tackle climate change and build resilience. During her visit, Ms. Mohammed met with local community representatives who have been benefiting from the Logic Project. They've been implementing some pretty cool adaptive livelihood solutions, like brackish waterfish polyculture, vegetable cultivation, and even sheep and duck rearing. Plus, they now have access to clean drinking water through a rainwater harvesting system installed in a nearby school. Ms. Muhammad was really impressed with the impact these initiatives have been making. She stressed the importance of local leadership, innovation, and nature-based solutions in building climate resilience. And she made it clear that the United Nations is committed to supporting such initiatives and taking them to a larger scale, considering the huge climate challenges that Bangladesh is facing. The Logic Project in Begarhat District, which is highly vulnerable to climate change, has proven itself to be a sustainable financing model for climate change adaptation. And get this, it also promotes gender equality by empowering women and challenging existing gender norms. By encouraging women's participation, the project allows them to tap into their full potential for personal and economic growth. So while in Bangladesh, Ms. Muhammad met with some important figures, including Habibin Nahar, MP, Deputy Minister of the Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate Change, Gwyn Lewis, UN Resident Coordinator in Bangladesh, Stefan Liller, Resident Representative of UNDP Bangladesh, and Mohammed Abdul Muhith, Ambassador and Permanent Representative of Bangladesh to the UN. It was a star-studded event with other senior officials from the government and UN in attendance as well. 
The Logic Project follows the local climate adaptive living facilities approach of providing performance-based climate resilience grants to local governments. These grants come with technical support and capacity building to help them implement locally identified adaptation projects. It's all about empowering local communities to take charge and combat climate change head on. UNCDF is thrilled to announce that it is taking over as the Secretariat of the Development Partners Network on Decentralization and Local Governance, DLOG, starting July 1, 2023. This appointment highlights UNCDF's role as the subnational financing center in promoting local government finance. We are excited to engage with our members, partners, and working groups to enhance collaboration and knowledge exchange. The DLOG network, formed in 2006, consists of 48 bi- and multilateral development partners and organizations focused on decentralization and local governance, DLG. Its objective is to improve DLG development by coordinating actions among its diverse membership. As the network's operational hub, the DLOG Secretariat plays a crucial role in coordinating and supporting information, capacity, and policy exchange. The importance of decentralization reforms and local governance in sustainable development cannot be understated. Local institutions have a better understanding of local requirements and can adapt national and regional development strategies accordingly. Through collaboration between local governments, bi- and multilateral institutions, and civil society organizations, DLOG fosters sustainable local governance and facilitates cooperation among diverse groups. The DLOG Secretariat organizes various learning activities and provides analytical skills for development policymaking and discussion. It covers a range of topics including the localization of the 2030 Agenda, urban territorial governance, decentralization in vulnerable settings, gender, local democracy, and inclusive local benefits. Becoming the DLOG Secretariat allows UNCDF to leverage its expertise and worldwide network, further enhancing DLOG's reputation as a leading local governance platform. In the handover process, UNCDF is collaborating with GI to ensure a smooth transition and continuity of services. The Secretariat will benefit from their collective expertise, institutional memory, and processes. We aim to increase the role of local government finance in the international development agenda and promote peer-to-peer interactions on decentralization and local governance policies and practices. By assuming the role of the DLOG Secretariat, the UNCDF is committed to facilitating effective projects that meet the needs of local communities, strengthening the network and fostering global cooperation towards sustainable and inclusive development. UNCDF was recently invited to present Agora, this awesome new web platform at the World Economic Forum in Tianjin, China. How cool is that? Agora is all about transforming the way we invest in frontier and emerging markets. It's like a hub that connects entrepreneurs, investors, and experts from all over the world. And let me tell you, this platform has some serious potential. It's all about collaboration, driving economic growth, and promoting sustainable development. Who doesn't love that? During the forum, we had this session called Matchmaking Investment in Frontier Markets, where we highlighted Agora's role in connecting people and creating opportunities. It was incredible to showcase just how powerful Agora can be in driving impactful investments in emerging and frontier economies. But here's the thing. Agora is not just your ordinary platform. 
It's the result of collaboration with other like-minded institutions who are also committed to making a positive change. We want everyone to join us on this journey to redefine investment in emerging markets. Together, we can make a real difference. And get this, Agora is launching globally in September. That means we're going to connect even more entrepreneurs and investors, which will really help boost economic development in underserved regions. So stay tuned for more updates because this is going to be big. You won't want to miss it. In the Gambia, the impact of climate change on water availability is a growing concern for rural communities. With rising temperatures and decreasing rainfall, access to clean water for drinking, livestock, and farming is becoming a challenge. However, a community-led climate adaptation project is bringing hope to villages like Sara Alpha. Fatou Say, a widow and mother, used to struggle to find clean water for her family and animals. The village well had dried up, leaving them sick and weak. But thanks to the project, clean water is now being harnessed from deep below the ground and delivered right into her family's compound. This transformation has made a significant difference in their lives. The project, called the Local Climate Adaptive Living Facility, LOCAL, has implemented 166 projects across the Gambia, empowering communities to take action and adapt to climate change. The majority of these projects focus on water infrastructure, ensuring access to clean water for drinking and agricultural activities. In SAR Alpha, the local government used low-cal funds to construct a raised concrete tower housing three 5,000-liter water tanks. Solar-powered pumps draw water from 35 meters below the ground through a new borehole. A system of pipes delivers water throughout the village, reaching every household. To ensure the sustainability of the system, each household contributes 500 Gambian Delasi per year, covering any necessary repairs. The community also has a special bank account where they accumulate funds. Once the account reaches 200,000 Dalasi, any additional funds can be reinvested in the community. The total cost of the project, including the borehole, pumps, solar panels, and water tanks, was approximately $15,000. Funding was received through a low-cal grant supported by the European Union. Local companies were hired for the construction, providing employment opportunities for villagers and injecting wages into household budgets. This project in Sarah Alpha is just one example of how climate adaptation initiatives can transform the lives of rural communities. By addressing water scarcity and ensuring access to clean water, these projects contribute to the resilience and well-being of the Gambian people in the face of climate change. In Mozambique, the quest for lasting peace is transforming communities one step at a time. Meet Joaquim, a 30-year-old father who recently secured his first formal job in Pungay, Gorongosa district. He envisions a future where peace continues to bring greater prosperity to his community. Like many central Mozambicans, Joaquim hopes peace will pave the way for better schools, hospitals, roads, and employment opportunities for all. Thanks to the Local Development for Peace Consolidation, DELPAS program, Launched in October 2021, Joaquim is now among the thousands benefiting from the European Union's support for the implementation of the Maputo Accord for Peace and National Reconciliation, an agreement that has finally put an end to decades of conflict and brought communities together. As Joaquim works in construction, 
diligently erecting resilient water system towers, pumping stations, and an electricity grid, he celebrates the opportunity to create a new livelihood and improve public services in his community. For him, peace is synonymous with a brighter future for his children. He firmly believes that new job opportunities will arise in the years to come, empowering not only himself, but also his children. Another resident of Pungay, Adao Boland, emphasizes the pressing need for clean running water in the area. Previously, they walked long distances to access river water. But now, thanks to Delpaz, they can look forward to drinking tap water, relieving the burden on the entire community. Delpaz places a special emphasis on empowering young people like Joaquim, as well as women and demobilized former combatants and their families. By promoting more equitable social and economic development, the program strives to contribute to Mozambique's sustainable growth. The voices and needs of local communities are central to Delpaz's approach. Local authorities engage with residents to identify essential infrastructure and public services required in their districts. This participatory process ensures sustainable development and empowers communities to adapt to the challenges posed by climate change. Joaquim's perspective on peace resonates with others in Mozambique who have experienced conflict firsthand. Seeing his community thrive fills him with pride and happiness. What started as a community is now rapidly transforming into a village, with power and electricity lighting up the area every night. Joaquim never expected such rapid development, and he attributes it all to peace. Simple aspirations drive Joaquim and other former combatants and conflict-affected communities. They yearn for a prosperous and peaceful life for themselves, their families, and their communities. The UN, in collaboration with the Government of Mozambique, the Austrian Development Agency, the Italian Agency for Development Cooperation, and UNCDF, is committed to supporting these dreams to reshape Mozambique's future. Joaquim declares triumphantly that his children will have more opportunities than he did. To him, peace is an invaluable gift that has transformed Pungay for the better. Under the leadership of the Mozambican government and with the backing of the Austrian Development Agency, the Italian Agency for Development Cooperation, and the UN Capital Development Fund, Delpaz aims to foster local economic development opportunities in 14 districts across the provinces of Sofala, Manica, and Tet. Recently, UNCDF participated in the Invest in Senegal Forum, a three-day event held in Dakar from July 6th to 8th, 2023. This forum brought together economic players, financial institutions, and industrial partners from Africa and around the world to showcase investment prospects in Senegal. The event was organized by the National Agency for the Promotion of Investments and Major Works in collaboration with Global View Africa. One of the key highlights of the forum was a panel discussion titled Senegal Post-2023 Projects and Opportunities to Seize. During this discussion, UNCDF highlighted its long-standing involvement in Senegal for over 25 years. The organization has been a traditional partner of local authorities through programs like the National Program for Local Development, PNDL, in the Luga region. UNCDF's efforts have focused on supporting the local economy, strengthening the capacities and financing of local entrepreneurs, and revitalizing value chains in sectors such as Nibi, meat, and fish. By doing so, they aim to stimulate investments in the region and promote the development of local and regional markets. UNCDF positions itself as the hub for subnational finance, 
with a focus on creating a financing ecosystem tailored to the needs of regions, cities, and local authorities. This approach aligns with the achievement of the Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs, and emphasizes the importance of local-level development. To support its objectives, UNCDF collaborates with the United Cities and Local Governments, UCLG, and established the Malaga Coalition. This coalition aims to diversify local access to investment capital by strengthening intergovernmental fiscal transfers, own source revenue, domestic capital markets, and guarantee funds for cities. UNCDF's unique mandate within the United Nations system allows it to provide tools such as grants, loans, or guarantees to promote investment in small and medium-sized enterprises, SMEs, and intermediate-sized infrastructure projects. By doing so, they bridge the missing middle and prioritize territorialization and local-level development. In Senegal, where a decentralization policy has been implemented over the past 20 years, involving local authorities and mayors in the development process, it is crucial to provide them with the necessary support and mechanisms to implement public-private partnerships, PPPs. This will enable the creation of infrastructure that drives economic and social development, meets the needs of the population, and supports local businesses, ultimately generating employment and wealth. UNCDF also emphasized the importance of blended finance and de-risking mechanisms to support municipal PPPs. Their involvement in the localized Blue Peace Initiative within the Gambia River Basin showcased their commitment to developing water-related infrastructure projects that promote peace and cross-border cooperation. To further support infrastructure and PPPs led by local authorities, the European Union's EFSD Plus Guarantee amounting to 150 million euros, will be deployed in Senegal. Overall, the Invest in Senegal Forum provided a platform for stakeholders to explore investment opportunities, discuss the challenges of financing PPP projects, and discover innovative approaches to promote economic development at the local level. By fostering collaboration between the public and private sectors, the forum aimed to drive sustainable growth, create employment opportunities, and foster socioeconomic progress in Senegal. The Kalangala Islands in Lake Victoria have long relied on fishing as their primary source of income. However, unsustainable fishing practices have put a strain on the lake's fish stocks, impacting the island's economy. In order to provide an alternative income source, the Kalangala District local government implemented a Black Soldier Fly BSF farming project with a specific focus on empowering women and youth. This initiative received support from organizations like the International Center for Local Democracy and the United Nations Capital Development Fund. The project targeted women and youth as the key beneficiaries. For women, community mobilization and sensitization of local leaders played a crucial role in encouraging their participation in BSF farming. On the other hand, the project established demonstration sites and provided training on innovative BSF rearing techniques for the youth. The project had three main objectives, improving the livelihoods of women and youth outside of fishing, increasing production in local piggeries, poultry farms, and aquaculture, and boosting district revenue through taxes and levies. BSF larvae are a highly nutritious and protein-rich food source. They can be dried and ground into a fish meal substitute for animal feed. To support women and youth, the project helped them set up small-scale BSF rearing units. As of 2023, 
Approximately 60 women and six youth across the Bujumba and Mugoye sub-counties have started cultivating the larvae. These participants produce around 50 kg of live BSF larvae per week, sold at $1 per kilogram. Additionally, the larvae are processed into fish pellets, generating 30 kg per week, which are priced at $2 per kilogram. This provides regular supplementary income for the small-scale farmers, and the project has also proven to be a great source of employment for the youth who manage the larvae processing units. The use of affordable BSF-based fish meal has had a positive impact on local piggeries, poultry farms, and fish hatcheries. By reducing the need for commercial fish meal, BSF allows farmers to increase their livestock and fish stocks. Furthermore, BSF rearing requires minimal infrastructure, making it an accessible livelihood option. The process of breeding the larvae also generates nutrient-rich waste, which farmers utilize as organic fertilizer to enhance crop yields. BSF farming has opened up new avenues for income diversity in communities that have long relied on lake fishing. As more individuals transition to insect rearing, the number of women engaged in small-scale fishing has significantly decreased, alleviating unsustainable pressures on wild fish populations. Additionally, the project has empowered workers by granting them membership in local parish development committees, giving them a stronger voice in local policy matters. By 2023, the project had made notable progress. In Bujumba sub-county, 42 women and four youths had started BSF rearing, while in Magoye sub-county, 18 women and two youths had also begun their journey in BSF farming. Approximately 50 kilograms of BSF larvae were being produced per week, with each unit costing around $1 and providing income for the women. Furthermore, about 30 kilograms of fish pellets were being produced per week, each priced at approximately $2. The project showcases BSF farming as a sustainable solution that enhances food security, nutrition, and livelihoods. The Kalangala District Local Government intends to continue promoting this initiative by attracting more youth, women, and entrepreneurs to engage in BSF rearing. They also plan to establish the necessary infrastructure to support the scaling up of operations. With its numerous benefits, BSF farming has the potential to catalyze broad-based social and economic empowerment across the Kalangala Islands. In Uganda's Kayunga district, efforts to boost local revenue collection have been successful thanks to the collaboration between UNCDF and the International Center for Local Democracy. The district faced challenges in generating sufficient funds due to limited fiscal transfers from the national government. To address this issue, the Kayunga district local government took the initiative to tap into potential local revenue sources, particularly the local service tax, LST, imposed on private schools. The project had two main goals, increase LST revenue collection to provide funds for local infrastructure maintenance and community needs, and improve the management of fiscal data to enhance tracking of collections and arrears. The district government worked closely with local political leaders, private school owners, and staff to achieve these goals. Sensitization workshops were conducted to emphasize the importance of LST collection and local revenue officers followed up with schools to ensure regular payments. Incentives were also provided to schools that diligently remitted their dues. These efforts paid off significantly as LST collections rose from 5 million Ugandan shillings in September 2022 to over 30 million by April 2023. This success not only increased revenue, but also improved the mindset regarding mobilization among stakeholders. 
The project empowered the district to effectively harness fiscal data, while learning visits and training enhanced staff capabilities in revenue management and administration. This success story showcases the potential for local tax resources to finance community needs and inspires other local authorities to develop resource mobilization strategies aligned with national guidelines. Overall, the project in Kayunga District has laid the foundation for expanding revenue collection, strengthening local self-reliance, and delivering effective services to citizens. UNCDF is making significant strides in accelerating the transition to renewable energy in Africa. Through their innovative investment continuity approach, UNCDF is pioneering a strategy that has shown promising results in mobilizing private funds for Africa's net zero transformation. It is startling to note that out of the $434 billion invested globally in renewable energy in 2021, African nations received a mere $2.6 billion, which is just 0.6% of the total. This is even more surprising considering Africa's abundant solar energy resources accounting for 1.3% of the world's solar capacity. Additionally, over 50% of sub-Saharan Africa lacks access to electricity, with fossil fuels still dominating the energy supply at over 75%. One warn, UNCDF's investment continuum has been instrumental in de-risking local investment environments and proving the viability of renewable energy businesses, particularly small and medium-sized enterprises, SMEs. This approach has been successfully replicated in emerging markets like the Democratic Republic of Congo, DRC, and Zambia. An example of the impact of UNCDF's financing can be seen through their support to Altec, a DRC company providing solar off-grid energy solutions. By directly offering Altec $350,000 in working capital, UNCDF sparked a chain reaction that led to over $18 million in debt financing. This funding came from Triple Jump's Energy Entrepreneurs Growth Fund, French impact investor City, and Congolese commercial bank Equity BCDC. Altec's CEO, Washakala Malango, credited UNCDF's loan and technical assistance for making the $18 million facility possible. This success propelled Altec to be recognized as the fourth fastest growing African startup by the Financial Times in 2023. Another noteworthy achievement is UNCDF's support to Vitality, a Zambian solar energy firm specializing in PAYGO financing. Through a $250,000 direct loan from UNCDF and a $1.5 million impact investment from the EU-funded Electrification Financing Initiative, Vitality has strengthened its balance sheet and positioned itself for future debt financing. This funding enables Vitality to provide life-enhancing off-grid lighting solutions to over 200,000 local people with ongoing support from UNCDF and their technical assistance. UNCDF has also made a significant impact in Uganda by directly lending $250,000 to Aptech, a solar solutions business. This initial support paved the way for Aptech to secure over $1.2 million in follow-on funding from Stanbic Bank. UNCDF's timely intervention empowered these businesses by enabling their growth, strengthening their balance sheets, establishing a borrowing track record, and reducing information asymmetries. This, in turn, made them more attractive to financiers who typically hesitate to invest in risky companies at such early stages. These success stories demonstrate the potential of UNCDF's early-stage, 
risk-tolerant direct lending strategy to sequentially mobilize private funds from commercial banks and impact financiers. However, despite these achievements, many local investors, particularly banks in UNCDF's active markets, are still unaware of the viability and prospects of clean technology investments. Additionally, the requirement for physical collateral poses a barrier to renewable energy capital flows. To overcome these challenges, UNCDF is expanding its strategy and developing additional de-risking tools like guarantees and lines of credit. They are also actively engaging with local commercial lenders to catalyze sustainable private financing and establish a robust renewable energy ecosystem that leaves no one behind. UNCDF's commitment to accelerating the clean energy transition in Africa is commendable. Through their investment continuity approach and collaborations with key stakeholders, they are unlocking the potential of renewable energy and paving the way for a greener future on the continent. Today we're talking about a program that's making a big difference in the Gambia. It's called the Jobs, Skills, and Finance, JSF, program. And it's all about boosting skill sets and creating new opportunities for Gambians. As you may know, the Gambia heavily relies on subsistence farming and agriculture. While these industries are important, they often limit job options, especially for women and young people. That's where the JSF program comes in. It's a collaboration between UNCDF, the International Trade Center, ITC, and the Gambian government. The goal of the program is to extend and diversify occupational options for individuals with specific skill sets. By doing this, it not only provides them with better income opportunities, but also helps to reduce unemployment and irregular migration. This is especially important because the Gambia is completely surrounded by Senegal. So many job seekers often move to find better chances. The program focuses on capacity building, particularly in technical skills and entrepreneurial growth. They offer a range of interesting programs, such as solar power, horticulture, food processing, and electrical installation. In total, they have delivered 23 programs across the country, according to Yusufa Keita, the technical advisor and skills development coordinator. One of the key factors in their approach is ensuring that the programs are relevant, accessible, and of good quality. They want people to have the skills they need to access and retain proper jobs. As of now, the program has graduated around 3,700 individuals, with 45% of them being women and 40% being youth. And the results are impressive. In the poultry program alone, 45 people secured jobs after completing the courses. The apprenticeship program has also been successful with all graduates finding employment. To ensure the quality and reliability of the capacity building courses, the JSF program works closely with the National Agency for Quality Assurance and Accreditation, NACOA. NACAAE is responsible for accrediting and certifying the courses, which helps create a competent and qualified workforce in the Gambia. Dr. Gilbert Jaw, the NACAAE representative, explains that they thoroughly review the programs and their outcomes to ensure they meet the necessary standards. Once individuals complete their modules, they are awarded a national certificate, which holds a lot of value in the Gambia's job market. One success story from the program is Lamin Jame, a 34-year-old micro-gardener and trainer. He not only grows organic crops, but also teaches others how to do the same. Last year alone, he taught 86 people how to grow radishes, cucumbers, green beans, and cabbage. 
He uses innovative techniques like hydroponic planting and utilizing groundnut shells, which are abundant in rural Gambia. This helps produce healthier and faster growing crops. The JSF program has truly changed many Gambians' lives by providing them with new skills and opportunities for growth. However, as Dr. Jaw highlights, it's important to continue upgrading these skills to keep up with the evolving job market. Graduates are encouraged to rise to the challenge and adapt to new technologies and demands. And that's it for today's discussion on how the JSF program is making a positive impact in the Gambia. The local climate adaptive living facility, known as LOCAL, has been making great strides in meeting the climate adaptation needs of countries around the world. In 2022 alone, LOCAL was able to mobilize over $155 million in climate finance, working with 350 local governments to implement community-led climate adaptation projects. These projects have benefited more than 16 million people, as stated in the recently published annual report. Managed by the UN Capital Development Fund, LOCAL channels grants to local government authorities in some of the world's most climate-vulnerable nations. Since its launch in 2014, LOCAL has grown to include 34 countries in its facility, and it is expected to continue expanding in 2023. Sophie DeConnick, the Global Facility Manager at UNCDF, highlighted the positive results that LOCAL is achieving. The annual report shows, and our LOCAL board meeting in May confirmed, that countries appreciate the results being delivered with LOCAL. She emphasized the importance of scaling up access to climate finance, as investment in adaptation cannot wait. The report also mentions some notable highlights, such as the continuous expansion of LOCAL to meet the growing demands from countries. So far, 34 countries are in the process of designing or implementing their LOCAL actions. Additionally, since its global expansion in 2014, LOCAL has engaged with 350 local governments, benefiting over 16.7 million people indirectly. In three years, from 2019 to 2022, LOCAL secured $107.57 million in funding, with $64.70 million delivered through grants, capacity building, and operational support. In total, LOCAL has mobilized $155.94 million by the end of 2022. The International Standard Organization recognized the LOCAL mechanism by publishing ISO 14093 in 2022. This ISO uses LOCAL to guide a country-based approach for channeling climate finance to subnational authorities, supporting climate change adaptation and building local resilience. This ISO 14093 is applicable to various organizations including national and subnational authorities, donors, companies, financial institutions, and international organizations. LOCAL's impact has gained global recognition as a driving force in promoting local climate resilience and deploying decentralized climate finance. The initiative was prominently featured at the LDC5 and was acknowledged as an important initiative to help least developed countries, LDCs, achieve their climate adaptation goals as outlined in the Doha Program of Action. Between 2019 and 2022, LOCAL has gained several new partners, both in terms of technical and financial support. Countries such as Belgium, Denmark, Italy, Luxembourg, Norway, and Switzerland have joined forces with LOCAL to further its mission.
The Sumbadun fish market in Dakar has long been a bustling hub of economic activity. For generations, colorful boats have lined the shore with fishermen bringing in their bountiful hauls. It's here that the fish are chopped and sold, and it's the women of the community who are at the forefront of this marketplace. However, the infrastructure of the market has aged and proper hygiene and facilities have become major obstacles for these hardworking entrepreneurs. Worsening sanitation, extreme heat without cold storage or shade, and a lack of basic services have limited their income potential and deterred customers from frequenting the marketplace. This, coupled with the challenges posed by commercial overfishing and climate change, has made life even more difficult for those relying on the fishing industry for their livelihoods. Recognizing the importance of empowering these women and revitalizing the market, the Commune, along with the UNCDF's Inclusity Program, launched a pilot project in November 2022 to renovate the Sumbadiun fish market. Their goal is to create a higher quality working environment, increase incomes, and attract more customers. The construction of a new roof, stalls, bathrooms, rest areas, and childcare facilities is nearing completion and expected to be ready for use this summer. Abdoulaye Sako, head of the Decentralized Cooperation Unit of Gyul Tapi, FAS, Kolobane Municipality, highlighted that beyond modernizing the market, the Inclusity Project addresses four major issues, attractiveness, functionality, hygiene, and safety. This initiative is a flagship of the municipality's FAS Emergent Program with Dr. Samba Bald, Secretary General of Gyul Tapi, FAS Kolobane Municipality, expressing his satisfaction with the renovated market and its support of the demographic dividend and economic empowerment of women. Crucially, the Inclusity Pilot prioritizes consultation with local stakeholders, particularly women and marginalized groups. The female vendors of the Sumbediunu market have provided valuable input in the design and implementation of the development and will have ongoing oversight of the market managing committee. Overall, this project not only promises to transform the physical space of the market, but also aims to empower local women, promote inclusivity, and stimulate economic growth in the community. In today's episode, we highlighted a range of topics, including the visit by the UN Deputy Secretary General to a climate change project in Bangladesh, UNCDF taking over as D-Log Secretariat, the innovative web platform Agora showcased at the World Economic Forum, the impact of water scarcity in the Gambia, and the success of the local climate adaptive living facility, the Delpaz program bringing peace and development in Mozambique, UNCDF's participation in the Invest in Senegal Forum, the success of the Kayonga District in tax collection, UNCDF's strategy for driving Africa's renewable energy transition, the JSF program creating opportunities in various sectors in the Gambia, the expansion of locale to meet adaptation needs, and the renovations of the Sumbediun fish market in Dakar. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. As we wrap up this episode of Capital Musings Milestones, let's take a moment to remind us that despite the challenges LDCs face, there is hope and progress being made. Every day, UNCDF will continue its efforts to nurture innovative initiatives in the LDCs. As always, we appreciate your support and look forward to sharing more episodes filled with fresh ideas and empowering stories. If you found this episode helpful, please help us reach new listeners by sharing it on social media. 
using the hashtag Capital Musings or taking a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to Capital Musings on your preferred streaming platform, or you can visit our dedicated website at podcast.uncdf.org. And finally, don't forget to visit UNCDF news section at uncdf.org news to stay informed about our latest projects and initiatives. Thank you for listening and until the next episode.